Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everybody doing today? Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. Well, praises be to the Most High God. Last night, we turned back the clocks to where they should have always stayed, as far as I'm concerned. I can sing that song It's the most wonderful time of the year, at least to me anyway. I love when the clocks go back. The Sundays are so long. It's so relaxing and so comforting. You could just stay in the bed and snuggle up with your favorite book or a good movie. I remember when I was a little girl, we used to have, I know you guys probably can recall it as well, that on Sundays, everybody used to get the Sunday paper, right? And my brother and I, we would always want to get the comic section. So we would split it. He would get the comics that he loved to read first, and then I would read mine. And then after we finished, we would switch off and we would, you know, read the others. But we would enjoy that day so much because it was like, wow, we don't have to, you know, it was just a day to just do whatever you wanted to do. So this year, I almost, I almost missed it because (laughs) I hadn't realized that it was time to turn the clocks back until I kept hearing them talking about it on the news. And then, of course, like with everything else that was going on this year, I lost track of what was happening. But in any event, it's here and I'm enjoying it. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. So now today... It's kind of chilly outside. The weather took a little dip. It took a dip, I think, from Saturday it started, Friday, Saturday, and now today again as well. But hey, not too bad, right? So for for everyone who enjoys that fall weather, you've got it. Your season is definitely here. And we had all that rain last week on Wednesday and Thursday. And Thursday was actually, I think it was eight years since Super Swamp Sandy. 
Well, I guess the the way the rain was coming down on Thursday, it was like it was reminding us that, yes, it could get that bad again. And universe, we received that. We know anything is possible with everything else going on. But if you were here last week with us, you and if you recall, I mentioned that today's topic was going to be sad. Not that the topic will make you sad, but the topic is called sad. Seasonal affective disorder. Although it has been known to evoke that emotion in others as well. But today, that's going to be our topic of discussion. And if you missed last week's show or any of my other shows, you can go to Radio Free Brooklyn, their, their page, the, the page, the website, click on my show page, and there you can find all my archive shows as well as on Spotify and iTunes. So now, as with everything else, The Holy Spirit sets the stage for what is to come, right? So like I said, we talked, I mentioned it last week that I was going to talk about this. I actually mentioned it just to let you know how I was feeling. And then I said, because of the way I was feeling, I knew there was going to be others that probably felt the same way that I needed to do a show about it. And lo and behold, on CBS News, Dr. Max Gomez, he did a segment in his health and fitness talking about seasonal affective disorder and as I was reading our daily bread on their Tuesday topic was talking about seasonal affective disorder so when God puts it in the atmosphere that he wants his people to be aware of what's happening and to be informed on how to deal with it he puts it out there and he gave it to us and he's putting it out there because they did it on TV. It's, it's in the book, everything. So now we're going to discuss the how, what it is, what symptoms it has attached to it, and things that you can do to help yourself, to relieve yourself of the, what you may be going through during this season. Now, my information today is going to come from the Mayo Clinic. Seasonal affective disorder is a kind of depression that is related to the changes in the season. SAD begins and ends at the same time every year. And now for most people with SAD, the symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. It occurs less off less often in the spring or early summer. Like I know I'll feel it more fall going into winter and usually um, spring going into summer. I'm more upbeat. Now, seasonal affective disorder during winter months affects as many as 10 million people and it affects four times as many women as it does men. SAD also occurs more frequently in younger adults than in older adults. But in any event, we shouldn't brush off that feeling that we get like what everyone wants to call the winter blues or a seasonal funk because you don't, there's a lot of people going through it. 
So there are steps that you can take to keep your mood and motivation steady throughout the whole year. Now we're going to discuss some of those, but first I want to talk about the symptoms. In most cases, seasonal affective disorder symptoms appear during late fall and early winter and go away during, like I said, the sunnier days of spring and summer. Less commonly, people with the opposite patterns, which are people who have the dep- that depression that comes on for the spring and summer months, the patterns and symptoms start in spring and summer. But in either case, the symptoms start out mild and can become more severe as the season progresses. Now, here's some of the overall symptoms for both spring into summer and fall into winter. You're feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day. Losing interest in activities you once enjoyed. Having low energy. Physical activity decreases. The person feels very sedentary and often sluggish. Physical activity, sometimes or almost any sort, seems to be just too much and you have problems sleeping. You experience appetite and appetite changes and weight changes. And you can have an increased craving for carbohydrates, sugars, starches, or alcohol. You feel agitated. You have difficulty concentrating, feeling hopeless, and you sometimes, in severe cases, have frequent thoughts of death or suicide. Now, that's the symptoms for both of all the four seasons. But for winter and fall into winter, there are specific um, symptoms, which include oversleeping, which is called hyper hypersomnia. And most people with SAD end up sleeping for very long hours. Or we wish that we could. You know, if we were able, if we were, I know if I were able to stay in the bed all day and just sleep sometimes, that's exactly what I would do. For the most part, you want to stay in the bed and sleep so long, it's almost like as if you're hibernating during the winter cold dark months it's almost like you become a bear you just want to go in a cave and stay there until the spring thaw right (laughs) now another symptom is appetites change especially like i said the craving of high you know carbohydrates tiredness and low energy now in the summer the symptoms are um trouble sleeping poor appetite, weight loss, agitation, and anxiety. Now you see how it is with the opposite. The winter months, you want to sleep, whereas the people who have it for the summer, spring into summer, they can't sleep. The people who have it fall and fall into winter, we want to eat everything, all the carbohydrates that we could get our hands on. But the other people spring into summer, they have a poor appetite. The ones fall into winter, we gain weight. Spring into summer, they lose weight. This is like, (laughs) this is, it's so funny how it's the 
exact opposite. So now seasonal changes also affect people who have bipolar disorder. And with those people, if the, if you have bipolar disorder, you'll probably notice if you, if you don't really pay attention to it or, or however it, I don't know much about bipolar disorder, but in the summer and spring, they say that their symptoms become more manic, you know, it's like the, the mania that they go through, they experience that in spring and summer. And then in the fall and winter, it becomes a time of depression for them. So I'm not really sure. Like I said, I don't know much about bipolar disorder, but anyone who is suffering from that, you probably have noticed the change in yourself from spring to summer and then from fall to winter. But for the most part overall, it's normal to have days where you feel down, but when you see that you're feeling down every day and you can't get motivated to do any type of activities or find any normal enjoyment, it's time for you to see your doctor. And it's especially important if your sleep patterns and your appetite changes, because then most time people turn to alcohol for comfort and relaxation and that just makes things worse, right? Because then the feelings of hopelessness and guilt and worry, alcohol just exaggerates it. So when you feel yourself getting into that spiral where it's more than just, oh, I just feel a little down, definitely seek professional help. So now they don't know what actually causes seasonal affective disorder, but here are some factors that they think might have um might have a, a might be factors that play into why it happens your biological clock circadian rhythm this is the reduced level of sunlight in fall and winter may cause winter onset sad this decrease in sunlight may disrupt your body's internal clock and lead to feelings of depression. Now that's, that's interesting. Serotonin levels. A drop in serotonin, a brain chemical that affects mood, moods, might play a role in sad. Reduced sunlight can cause a drop in serotonin that may trigger depression. Once again, it's that drop in sunlight and melatonin levels. The changes in season can disrupt the balance of the body's level of melatonin, which can play a role in your sleep patterns and your moods. Now, factors that may increase your risk for seasonal affective disorder are your family history. If your family suffered from any type of depression, and some people in your family might have also suffered from SAD. That could be the reason why you also suffer from, with it. If there was any major depression or bipolar disorder within your family, that could be a reason why you suffer from SAD. And if you live far away from the equator, they notice that it's most common among people who live far to the north or to the south of the, of the equator because of the decreased sunlight during the winter, the winter and the longer days during the summer. Now, some of the signs and symptoms of seasonal affective disorder 
are social withdrawal, school and work problems, substance abuse, other health and mental disorders like eating disorders or anxiety, suicidal thoughts or behavior, and we should seek treatment if you're feeling any of the suicidal thoughts or behavior or you know behavior because that's when it's going to the far end of being just winter blues now there are some tips to avoiding the winter blahs blues or sad we should pay attention to our moods and energy levels if you realize that your spirit begins to sink at the end of the summer that's a sign that you need to tar- start taking preemptive action. A good offense is always better than an after-the-fact defense. So you start to um, think about, okay, the winter, you know, the winter months are going to come up. I know I'm going to start feeling like low energy. I'm not going to want to be bothered. I'm going to want to be isolated. So you plan events for yourself in advance of the fall coming. So what you want to do is you expose yourself to more bright light. And if it's a sunny day, you go outside as much as you can. If it's a gray overcast day, you stay indoors, but make sure the lights are on. You stay physically active and, you know, work out. You try to establish a mental set so that you start conditioning your mind to enjoy the wintertime right? Because you know winter is going to come. So if you start preparing yourself before it gets here, then it won't hit you as hard. And then you don't have to deal with the symptoms that come with it, right? So what you do is whatever you do, don't feel ashamed about it. You know, don't withdraw yourself from people and stay away from people. If anything, that's the time when you should seek out trying to be around people even more. Keep that social interaction going, right? And there are some things for treatment. They said there's this, um, it's believed that because of the diminishing sunlight, that's what brings on the depression, that they're saying they have this bright light therapy, And it was mostly established for the treatment of SAD. It's like a bright light that consists of a broad spectrum of lights. And you're supposed to take this light and sit in this light for about a half hour to three hours every day, usually in the morning. Because, you know, once you wake up, then you want to, you know, get that light into your system, which should change your mood and make you more upbeat and more happy. But um, they're saying you're not supposed to look directly into the light and they sell these lights. I guess they sell them like on Amazon and and things like that. I think you could probably look up bright light therapy and they will tell you where you can get these lamps. It's these lamps that you can put in your home or in your office and you just keep the light on and it it help. It's supposed to change your mood. It's supposed to change your mood and make you happy happier than what you're feeling at the moment there's no scientific study that was done that yeah these bright light lamps actually work but if the problem is lack of light or lack of sunlight then yes if you're if you're infusing yourself with even if it's artificial light 
any type of light is better than no light at all. So I think for those of you who really, well, if you're really, really suffering with it, you should seek, a, you know, medical attention from a doctor, talk to a therapist. But for those of us who, you know, just occasionally feel blah, we should try the bright light. I think I might just look up and see where I can get my hands on one of these lamps and see if they actually work. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to invest in a lamp and I'm going to let you know if it changes my mood during this winter season. That can be, okay, that's going to be one of my little uh, projects. It's going to be one of my little projects. We're going to see if the lamp really works with cutting down on the low energy and feeling lethargic. I want to see if it gives me more energy because I have the bright lights. But of course, you know, I have to go with the eating properly and doing the exercise, all that as well. But I want to see if the lamp really makes a difference. So depression is triggered by the lack of sunlight, right? And it stands to reason that with everything going on this year with COVID, with us being socially isolated from one another, that of course is going to make you feel sad by itself, not even factoring in the fall winter blues that you get, right? So what we need to do is, like I said, regular exercise, we keep our social connections with the people that we love and that we know and just keep them busy. And what really helps is to have a structured schedule. And I think with the whole COVID and us being under the lockdown and having to stay, you know, not go to work every day, that movement, you'd be surprised that movement, even if you hate taking a train or hate taking public transportation, but that movement, getting up in the morning, taking a shower, getting dressed, preparing your lunch or grabbing that coffee before you hopped on that train or running to the train station because you know a certain train is coming at a certain time and you have to be on it or it's going to make you late and all those things it set up a routine. It made us stay in a schedule. So that kept us, even if you were to feel blah during the winter changes, you really didn't have a chance to get like swept up in it because you had to still maintain everything else that you had to do for your daily living. But when COVID hit, and now that we've been isolated and everybody is still working from home and you still don't have that social interaction like in the office, yes, it's going to be easier to fall into a deeper depression now because of everything else that's happening. But we need to do things to psych our mind to say, no, we're not going to let this take us over. We are going to overcome this. So if you got to get the light, if you got to get the lamp, get the lamp for the light. Do more activities. Anything you can do to keep yourself upbeat, do it. So that's our topic today. Seasonal affective disorder. I hope it's been informational for those of you who might suffer with that. I know I probably have a touch of it because I, I feel the difference in myself as soon as fall is going into winter. I feel the difference in my body. Everything just changes. So 
like I said, I'm going to get the lamp and I will report back to you guys if it works or not. Well, if it works or not for me, because everything works differently for everyone, right? But I'm going to let you know if it works for me. So with that, I think it's time for us to take our music break. You have been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Yeah, uh, looking around, there's nobody else coming back for me now. Uh, a king with no crown, who do men say that I am? His hands are scarred by the nails, the blood that fell that washed my sins away. Guilt and shame are proof that God is real, cause I'm still here today. I'm not leaving till I'm done, the fingers pointed at me. Uh, they hate the way I love the ones who don't look nothing like me. Yeah, and I might be the villain to the world, so they attack me. But angels all around me, you don't gotta worry about me. I need a savior. say on Radio Free Brooklyn. So now normally when I do um, the show we usually have the word in the beginning of the show but God took this show in a different direction today and I guess it's because he wanted me to end off with the word because he wanted it to stay in your spirit throughout the rest of this week because as you know this is the last stretch going into the election. And now we have had record turnouts for early voting in all the states that offered early voting. The lines have been down the block around the corner. People have stood on lines for two, three, four hours, in some cases, eight hours, but it did not deter them from wanting to stand there and make their voice heard. So with that, I'm going to do a reading, as usual, always from the New King James Version, from Micah 7, starting from verse 2 to 7. And it reads, 
the faithful man has perished from the earth and there is no one upright among men they all lie in wait for blood every man hunts his brother with a net they that may successfully do evil with both hands the prince asks for gifts the judge seeks a bribe and the great man utters his evil desire so they scheme together the best of them is like a brier the most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge the day of your watchman and your punishment comes now shall be their perplexity do not trust in a friend do not put your confidence in a companion guard the doors of your mouth for her from her who lies in your bosom for sons dishonor fathers daughter rises against her mother daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law a man's enemies are the men of his own household therefore i will look to the lord i will wait for the god of my salvation my god will hear me now bless that reading of the word but when i was reading this and I was kind of wondering, like as I was playing the music, I was saying, okay, what am I going to talk about in op-ed? I knew I was going to stress the fact of voting was still key because this is the final, you know, the final days of voting. But I didn't know that's all I had. Like even with everything that I was watching in the news and seeing what was happening, there was nothing that, you know, jumped out at me to talk about in op-ed other than the vote and how important it is and how we all need to do it if you haven't done it yet and how I commend everyone that has done it and stood out there all this time to get it done but then God put that scripture those scriptures into my spirit and it's to say we're not going to know the outcome of the election come November 3rd we're going to have an idea, but with all the mail-in ballots that we have, you know, certain states have a certain amount of days that they have to collect them, to count them. So it's going to take us some time to figure out who is the actual winner. But what I do want to say is I don't want either side who cleared who declares victory i don't want it to stir your spirit if your side didn't win because you see what god is telling us in the word this is the way the world is set up right now so we cannot and we should not be moved by what is going on outside we're gonna wait our hope and trust is in the lord so what Ever the outcome is there may be civil unrest we may have a, a president that's in there that if he loses will not want to vacate the White House we don't know what the next week month because 
technically we have until December 8th for everything to be tallied and counted and decided who is actually going to sit in the White House. So from today up until then, I just have a feeling it's going to be a whole lot of stuff going on. But that word tells us that our hope is in God and that's where we should keep our focus. So yes, those of you who have not voted yet, please go out and vote. It's your civil duty. It's your right. Too many people have died and shed blood for you not to go and cast that vote for whomever you cast it for. And I've always said, I can't tell you who to vote for. And I said, then I changed and I said, yeah, well, I could, but not that you would listen. But whomever you decide is the better person, then you vote for them. But just think in your heart when you do it, make sure it's the better for everyone, not just you, because you do not live here by yourself. You do not function here by yourself. So when you make that decision and cast that vote, think of the good of everyone, including yourself. And if you have to weigh the good, you know, the lesser of two evils, however you want to choose, then do that. But whatever you do, make sure you cast your vote. And with that, I want to say, our word for this month, since it's the beginning of the month and we always have a new word in the beginning of this month, our, for our word is going to be hope. That's our word for this month. We are going to hold fast to the hope that we have in God, that he is going to work everything out for our good. So with that, I want to say, have a blessed Sunday. Oh, I have to give us our promise. Our promise for today is going to be, I'm going to keep it with Micah. I'm going to keep it with Micah. Our promise for today is going to be Micah 7, 7. But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. And with that, I say, have a blessed Sunday. Go out and vote. Corona is still out there. So wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, be good and kind to each other. Anyone who needs help going to the polls to vote, please assist them. If you can, you know, help them out there, stand online with them. I saw a number of restaurants that was cooking food and just giving it away for free to the people that were standing online. That was like the best. You really saw a lot of humanity come out, you know, in these days of voting because the country feels it. The country feels it. Everyone here is tired. The entire country, regardless of who you feel, who, regardless of what party you are affiliated with, Republican, independent, Democrat, whatever you call yourself, liberal, social, communist, whatever. The country is tired. The world is tired. We have been going through chaos and stress and anxiety since January and everyone it's taken a toll. So with that, I want everyone to just be good to one another, be kind to one another, 
And until we meet again next Sunday, God's willing, peace. As a far away leap, feel my heart as it's racing down the path you set for me. Go.
Mama said, don't worry, when the sun is gone, you can't see it shining. When everything feels wrong, don't you know your darkest hours only 60 minutes long, and tomorrow's on its way. Mama said, don't give up too. There's a light inside that's gone. 